there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. I cannot wait to dig into the conversation. He is the owner of RV Digital Strategy. He's also um, the owner of sort of a separate uh, organization called Driving and Vibing. He's a content creator superstar. He reaches about 5 million people per month. Amazing, amazing. So excited to have you, Kyle Brady. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for being here today. I love marketing. I love talking about anything related to it. I love it. I love it. Cool. Well, let, let me dig in because I'm so fascinated by you and the, the whole driving and vibing thing. So in, in, in doing a little research about you, you, you sort of ditched the nine to five, uh, you and your wife, um, and became full-time RVers. I, I can't wait to hear a little bit about that. How did, how did you come to make that decision? Totally. This was about six years ago before uh, RVing was even as popular as it is today. But basically, I was a full-time musician. My wife was working in the service industry. We were getting along just well with our careers locally. But we kept seeing on Instagram people traveling the country. One of our great friends took a month-long road trip. I was so inspired. We were on a walk one day, my wife and I, and thought, we want to take a road trip, but we want it to last a year. Let's give ourselves one year to plan. And a year from today, we will hit the road and see what it's all about. And it started as simply as that. And we did work our rear ends off for that year. And with no RVing or camping experience prior, (laughs) we made it happen and only missed the date by about a week. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So that had to have been like this ginormous change. So like what, from going from more of a, what we would call normal to Mm -hmm. doing that for a year, what, what kind of lessons did you learn from that? Totally. So it was a huge change. And (laughs) one of the biggest lessons was that a slow paced life with so few, uh, you know, obligations like I was used to is just mind blowing. I had so much time uh, because we did save up a lot of money that prior year to just, you know, decompress, to experience living, to understand what life on the road is all about. And it didn't come without a ton of hurdles to you know cross, but it was this really big moment in my life where I could slow down and see you know what I wanted to do next without having to rush into it. Hmm. And at the time, so we were uh, making a little bit of income on the road at the time. We had an Etsy shop where we sold antique maps and prints, just yeah. enough that we could travel with, but keep you know a small amount of income rolling as we traveled. Right. So it wasn't like we didn't work at all, but it was definitely not the normal routine. So it was just a great time for reflection. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And I, again, it's hard not to hear it and be a little bit jealous of the idea of, of taking that time, especially for those of us who are entrepreneurs, marketers, you know, it's been a crazy year. So the idea of unplugging for an extended period of time just <laughs> sounds yeah. pretty exciting. So, well, you know what, ahead. the marketing bug did bite much sooner than I would have anticipated. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So it was probably like four months into our travels on the road. We met up with a group of other young travelers who were full-time RVing at the time. And one of them said to me, Kyle, if you start a YouTube channel, you can stay at RV parks for free anywhere mm. along your trip because you can create marketing content for them. Mm. And that sounded amazing to me. <laughs> so that's whenever the whole driving environment thing really got started because I thought staying at RV parks for free would be an awesome addition to this life on the road. Right. And it was as simple as that and as small as that in its beginning. Yeah. So how did that, and I know I'm going off script on my questions a little bit, but I'm super curious. How, so how did that evolve? Like, did, did you just shoot one and then it took off? How, how'd it go? 
Yeah, it evolved, you know, both quickly and slowly. Uh, mm. We decided to start the YouTube channel. And then I thought, well, now I need to shoot some emails out to RV parks along our travel path and just yeah. cold pitch myself and see what's going to happen. And within the first few weeks, we landed some, you know, and I thought, oh, this is amazing. Let's go. Let's create the content about the park. Let's create some content about the local area. Maybe we'll put out a few YouTube videos a month and uh, see what happens. And that was really what our first year on the road was. Uh, totally organic content creation with no direction and no understanding what content creation was even about. Right. And then it was like the following year, we met someone who said, oh, you know, there's this thing called search engine optimization. <laughs> And that just gave us a whole new rabbit hole to dive down. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So I'm curious, what uh, what are some things that you've you struggled with during that time? Like what what and how did you overcome them? Totally, uh, it was struggle after struggle when it comes to <laughs> understanding. Because as a musician, I had no marketing knowledge, I had no content creation knowledge going into this new venture. So it was a slow, rough learning period. Mm -hmm. A lot of hours went into creating content without seeing any reward because it was all lacking the direction. Right. So really finding the direction and understanding who the audience was and how to reach them was the very first big hurdle we had to cross. And it took a long time. I had no clue how to reach them in the search engine SEO optimization. You know, that really helped us get an understanding in that in its smallest pieces as it pertains to YouTube, how to really uh, reach the right keyword. But then it also took another year or two to really even understand who's watching. You know, I'm creating content for myself, but what's happening is that the demographic is by no means myself. They're mm. mostly 50 to 60 year old RVers who are interested to get out on the road. So it was a big learning curve and a big transition of like mental, you know, state of understanding that, well, I'm not creating content for myself. Mm. I'm, I have to create content for the people who are watching it. And that process took like two to three years to really evolve and be molded into something that really worked. That is, that's, that's super interesting. So you mentioned that you did it via sort of YouTube. Now, what kind of the driving and vibing site, if you go there right now, what kind of content do you find there now? So right now, as we evolved, you know, our content is a lot different from how it originated. Right now, we have a lot of industry partners. We create a lot of walkthrough videos, you know, hmm. showcasing new RVs. We showcase how we use our own RV, both off-grid and on the grid. And then we share, you know, very keyword-related informative videos that entry-level RVers can kind of learn the ropes of getting on the road. If you go back to our first few years, though, you'll see content that we're just shooting from the hip, sharing our monthly budget, sharing our free campsites that we're visiting, you know, sharing the RV parks we visit. So it was a lot of, uh, you know, just throw it on the wall and see what sticks in the early yeah. days. I totally, <laughs> I totally uh, relate to the yeah. idea like this, this, the delivering marketing joy, the show you're on right now, this was the first time I found traction. And, you know, kept going. But I, before that, that's exactly right. I was like, ah, I should yeah. write something. I should do this. And so I totally understand. Now, based on that, how often do you, do you post? Did you when you started? How often did you do it? And then how often do you post now? So when we were first started, you know, as we were really learning, it was maybe once a week or so mm -hmm. as we tried to evolve that initial kind of YouTube phase into something bigger, we thought daily posting would work and that totally did work. But the bandwidth that it took up within our lives was yeah. uh, immense. And so we just could not, uh, you know, continue with that. But now 
we have built an internal team in our YouTube creation has really taken a back burner to kind of our written content creation mm. yeah. where we're posting three or four pieces of content a day, but with the support of an internal team we built to really help us uh, put that out to the RVing community. Hmm, that makes sense. And, and again, from an SEO perspective, I'm sure the written content does well for you too. Um, no, that's really cool. Okay. Uh, final question. This has been fun. I, 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 again, I'm totally fascinated by this. Um, I actually have a friend who did this for a year and mm -hmm. I, like, I, I can't ask enough questions because it's just so interesting that you, you did this. So what's be, because you sort of had that moment where you're like, all right, um, I need to, uh, do this adventure. I want to yeah. do this for a year. What's something you recommend people start doing today to make their life or their business better? Totally. I mean, this is a great question and it's uh, so unique for everyone to answer. Mm -hmm. And what I've found works for me is just follow that such quiet voice within me mm -hmm. that won't stop persisting, you mm -hmm. know? So it's yeah. like, there are these small callings that I feel and I have to follow them. And, and, and trust that they'll lead somewhere. Whenever mm. we began life on the road, I had no idea that I would grow multiple businesses out of it and, you know, in a very organic and natural flowing way. But it's like just following the steps, following the steps after steps and having faith that, you know, that calling that, you know, is persistent within you is valid and it's worth, it's worth exploring. You know, mm -hmm. it's a hard sell to tell someone to quit their job and go follow that, you know, and yeah. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. But there are things that all of us, or at least I know I can do every day that can move that mission forward within myself to really explore that thing that resonates with inside me. Yeah, it, it makes a ton of sense. I, and I'm curious. So one of the things you mentioned, and I just want to clarify, it, mm -hmm. you took you you came up with this idea, but then you took a year to plan for it, right? It wasn't like you just oh, rushed yes. out and, and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and there's something there too. You're so right. And, you know, and as we reflect, my wife and I back on our whole journey, we're back in a house right now and we're no longer living on the road, but the whole journey lasted about six years. Hmm. And that first year when we weren't on the road, where we were just researching, where we were working our rear ends off and planning, that was equally as rewarding as mm. our first year out there traveling. Yeah. And it's so hard for some people to, you know, comprehend or believe that, but it's so true because the mission was so clear and our yeah. intention was so clear that the reward every day, as we got closer to the goal, it was satisfying as being out there looking at the grand Canyon or, you know, going to Zion national park. Yeah. I actually a hundred percent believe that. I, I always joke that the just planning a vacation, often mm -hmm. the, the planning of the vacation is almost as fun as yes. going on the actual vacation. And, and so I, I, what you did there is obviously you set a goal, you chase something that was urging, but you put a timeline on it too. You're like, Hey, yeah. a year from now we're doing this thing. And exactly. I think that that drives results too. And it helped that we did have the time to watch thousands of YouTube videos in the meantime, you know, to learn ourselves how to do it. Because if we were to have jumped in that next month, we would have set ourselves up for failure. Yeah, totally. Well, hey, real quick, where can they, because uh, this is totally fa fascinating. Yeah. I got somebody emailed me the link. So I got to go there, but awesome. give them the website uh, where they can find the driving and vibing. Yeah. So it's drivingvibing.com, uh, no G's. And uh, <laughs> that's just going to be where you can see the work in the trenches. Yeah. If you want to see from kind of a marketing point of view, kylebrady.com kind of tells the, uh, you know, how we do it behind the scenes, reaching the folks. So either of those sites, you know, you can see it in the trenches or you can see it from concept. I love it. All right. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate yeah. it. This has been super interesting. We'll have to do it again. Okay. I would love to. Thanks for having me.
No problem. That's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.